0: There, they me All right, welcome to another Root Issues Podcast. I'm Chris, and I'm here today with Alyssa. Alyssa. <laughs> <laughs> Steve <laughs> is out on a hut trip. Luke is still in Mexico. And That's so she, Alyssa and I. and I are just going to drive this thing today, and we are jumping in. Um, Steve brought us an awesome message on Sunday entitled Becoming What We Are Beholding out of Second Corinthians 4, 7 through 18. And this is in his Not Just Human series. And so in this episode, we're going to be kind of digging in on like, you know, how do we become what we behold? Yeah. And so, I mean, I think for me, it's like, you know, the first thing would be like, okay, define behold. Yeah. You know, like, I know. you know, like, you know, I'm not becoming like my iPhone, But I behold it a bunch. (laughs) I'm not becoming like my iPad Pro. That's a good point. I behold it much. I am definitely not becoming my coffee cup, but as the winter keeps dragging on, I just keep holding my coffee cup a lot more.
1: I know. I know. Yeah, the definition of behold would be helpful. Mm -hmm. Um, I just kept thinking of wasn't there like a music a boy band called jars of clay and like the 90s? absolutely was
0: the jars of clay yes. so i
1: just couldn't quite like get past that yeah. when i was reading you know. the title i don't know i remember yeah. any of their songs or anything yeah. but i think they were christian
0: they were christian yeah. jars of clay yeah and they, they did really well okay. and yeah i've got a lot of their albums and listen to them okay. still on spotify cool i mean you know and so i mean it's it's a reference from you know 2 Corinthians 4, verse six, or um, verse 7, it says, But we have this treasure in jars of clay to show that the suppressing power, surpassing power, belongs to God and not to us.
1: Yeah, and I think Steve's version, instead of power, it said treasure.
0: Yeah, treasure.
1: Um, And, yeah, I liked that he talked about, you know, there being a revival and the need to have a zeal. Mm-hmm and i think only, only god can stir that up in yeah. your heart.
0: and so here's yeah. where we're going. we're going to okay. kind of define the word beholding. so what is your best definition of beholding?
1: oh, i just think it's something that it's like a goal almost, like like a treasure in your heart or you know, something that you're um striving for or uh, you just can't shake. it's like that feeling you know, of something that's almost like nagging at you, but not in a bad way—motivation, kind of.
0: Mm-hmm. So yeah, so there there's some roots in motivation and mm-hmm. such. Um, Webster's just kind of defines behold, not beholding. We're just okay. going to do the behold. Um, seeing or observe a thing or a person, especially a remarkable or impressive one. It's something that you just can't yeah. take your eyes off of. And so when we look at this section in 2 Corinthians and as we kind of dive into, you know, what Steve's talking about here, it's like do we still behold Jesus? And so I'm going to jump a little bit in the message because he 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 went to this one place. He was like, think back to the when you first accepted Jesus, like when yeah. at first the gospel became very clear. How much did you admire Jesus? How much did you think about right. Jesus? How much did you observe Jesus? How much did you understand that your root goal and purpose in life mm-hmm. was to become like him? Yeah. And then fast forward to where you are today, are you still there?
1: Um, yeah, I would say almost more so, but I but you have to understand like I accepted Christ. Absolutely. I was like a camp situation, you, you know, mm-hmm. like the Thursday night <laughs> yeah. after the big chapel, they build up to it all week, yep. and then it's like, hey, go back to your cabins and have your quiet mm-hmm. time, and I have my pink jelly roll pen, and yeah. I'm like highlighting stuff in my Bible. Yeah. You know, so I was just so immature at that point. Mm-hmm. And then, but I understood it, you know, it was a big deal yes, for sure. Absolutely, And I'll never forget the conversations with counselors and girls in the cabins. Yeah. And, you know, I went to that camp summer after summer. So it was kind of a renewal thing. Yeah. But then I think throughout your life, and I think I mentioned this last week, like when you grow up in the faith, mm-hmm. it's going to be a renewing.
0: Absolutely.
1: Um, And I think I just have way more appreciation for that relationship Mm -hmm. now and for what Jesus did for us on the cross, the more sin I've had to push through, the more bad Bad times times, I've gone through. So for me, yes, I think I have, a. I behold it differently
0: yeah and i I would say for most people like when they really think about it like they they behold it differently Mm -hmm. and it's still there and it's active but there's this maturity in their faith yeah like it's a faster turnaround to go back to jesus yeah it's a faster turnaround to look to the gospel for the answer instead of trying to come up with our own thing because basically what we're talking about is like beholding something is keeping it in front of your face okay okay like you know to keep it in front of your face and You know, his title was becoming what we are beholding. And so are we keeping Jesus in front of our face? And his first point is this in the message he was talking about is Jesus and the gospel becoming our treasure. Yeah. You know, and I mean, I think that's a progressive thing, but I think. Yes. Yeah. As somebody who is maturing in Christ.
1: It's wanting the presence of God. Mm-hmm. And so he talked about that with yeah. these revival things that are going yes. on with worship. Yes. You know, like, oh, they just want to keep it going mm. because, you know, when they're worshiping and they're singing and they're all together, they can feel God's yes. presence Absolutely. with them. So is that something that you're seeking? Yeah. And I would say, yeah, yeah. But again, in the harder times, that's yes. when I really press in and look mm-hmm. for God's presence yes. when I'm like needing comfort, mm-hmm. where it's harder when things are going well yeah. to um, like give him the glory, but in a way of like mm-hmm. being in togetherness. Yeah. Like,
0: yeah. And I mean, I think I can describe it the best for me. Like sometimes it's just spontaneous. Mm. Like, it's like a spontaneous combustion. Like, I don't know, like maybe three weeks ago, like, I'm working from home. I'm still not off the crutches. Mm -hmm. I'm still in the lockout brace for my surgery. Yeah. And I was working on the middle school lesson, and I just queued up. Um, some desperation worship music from a conference that I'd went to years ago. Okay. Took high school students there, and it was just like, he just showed up. Yeah. And there was so much joy, there was so much peace, you know, and then I'm like, man, I'm going to listen to that album every day, and I'm just going to. And then the next day, like yeah, no, uh-uh. no, you know, and so uh, you know, it was, it was like just this spontaneous. Yeah. Like he showed up, I felt it, you know, and it, you know, and then it charged me, yeah, you know. But you know, I, I, he's just not a God of formulas.
1: I would totally agree. <laughs> but that's what's so cool about it because like what else can just like stop you in your tracks like that yeah
0: you know No, and it definitely stopped me in the tracks i mean i wasn't walking i was just sitting but it stopped (laughs) me in my tracks like all i could think about was this and then you know i'm like working on the middle school youth group lesson and then i'm like i just gotta go to my prayer journal i just need to write praises to Mm -hmm. god because he is so awesome and i mean and so from that point now i move forward like you know these weeks and as things have gotten harder at times with my knee i'm like i'm i just still feel at peace yeah because i'm still kind of running off of that encounter with him yeah i mean i'm not saying that i didn't have other little encounters he put that
1: in your life at that time to because he knew you were going to need to rely on that later on so, that was question number one.
0: Yeah, totally.
1: Um, oh, I did have a point yeah. with number one. So, I feel like to appreciate, because he was talking about the gospel and appreciating mm-hmm. the gospel and coming back to it. Yeah. Um, and that's part of kind of like that cycle. But I think to appreciate it, and this is why I'm so thankful for our like Wednesday morning women's study you have to understand the Old Testament, right? Absolutely. And like, even in the Daily Audio Bible right now, reading through Leviticus with all of the like animal sacrifices and yes. stuff, it's so nauseating. Yes, lots but of sacrifices. it's but it's a good reminder of like mm-hmm. Jesus paid that price for us. Yes. We don't have to go through any of that yeah. anymore. So I think those all. stories are so important to still remember mm-hmm. and look at. Um, and the biblical history is really important. To understand what God really did when he sent Jesus to die on the cross. So that was kind of my tie to the treasure.
0: Yeah, And, yeah. and, I, and when I look at this, like, is Jesus and the gospel becoming our treasure? I mean, I think that is, it's got to be progressive, like we said. Mm-hmm. But it's also like, I think so many people just lock the gospel down. Like, okay, I once was lost, but now I'm found. Yeah done that's done now what's next but i mean Um,
1: you get lost again
0: (laughs) you get lost again you know but the gospel is that constant roadmap to god through jesus yeah and and so it's it's not I've got a book that I've read several times. It's like the gospel changes everything. Yes, and it's kind of like a study you can apply guide. It to yeah. Everything, yeah, it's like a study guide book. It's not even like you know a written informative mm-hmm. book, but it's just so key because it does it changes everything. Yeah. And so you it's can't just thinking put it on salvation only. No. You know, it becomes that filter your your mm-hmm. algorithm on how do you process the world? Do you process mm-hmm. it through the gospel eyes? Yeah, and so. This question, this was a little different. Like, Steve went in after he kind of, like, took us through this. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. are you treasuring the gospel? Yeah. And so, like, you know, if you're listening, like, you know, how do you define the gospel? And what are your treasure moments with the gospel? Mm -hmm. But then question two, it was like, I don't know. At first I thought, like, wow, okay. Okay. That's a little off base, you know. But it's yeah. Is there growing clarity between suffering for Jesus, yeah, and just suffering?
1: Well, and if uh, Steve was here, I was going to ask him more about the just suffering mm-hmm. and how you talk about that with yeah. maybe people who are weaker in faith yes. or unbelievers. Because it is, it's those hard things that happen to people that are so hard to,
0: like, justify. Yeah, yeah, I mean, (sighs) because, I mean, I try to take all my suffering to Jesus, you know, and I don't know if that's what he's talking about here, like, you know, as he kind of went through it, you know, I mean, there were some moments of clarity in the sense of, you know, carrying the death, so, carrying his death so that we might carry his life. Right. And so that Jesus went through this suffering. And I've got to understand that there was a major sacrifice Mm -hmm. by Christ, by Jesus for us, for our sin. And Mm -hmm. that's that gospel component. And then, you know, like. Steve made a clarifying thing that, you know, like Paul was called to suffer. Yes. And most of us, you know, we're not called no, to No, but he did the say suffering.
1: the suffering for Jesus mm-hmm. is when you pick up your cross yeah. daily yeah. and do like the hard things for the truth that's, mm-hmm. you know, written yeah. out for us in the Bible, yeah. and, like sticking to that truth.
0: And so, you know, and um, so, well, go then for it. he talked
1: mm-hmm. about suffering for the gospel could also come from consequences for something that we did. Mm-hmm. Which was an interesting point.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, you know, like, there's always consequences. You know, you Mm -hmm. you do this, and that's going to happen. You know, you Mm -hmm. you step on a rake backwards, and it's probably going to pop you in the face. A hoe, a shovel, whatever. You know, because that's just the physics of law and gravity and everything. But when I think about this, it's like, I think a lot of people want to apply all of their suffering. Yeah. Because they're a follower of Christ. Okay. And so they're like, "Oh, you know, I'm just a suffering servant, you know, my oh. life is supposed to be miserable." Oh. Oh, because I love Jesus, those people don't like me.
1: Mm-hmm. And so
0: it you know, like kind of becomes a dividing line. Yep. Like I'm suffering for Jesus, like no you're not. You're, you're not. just not making right choices. You're not right. doing the right things. Like do what you yeah. do. What you need to do Follow to care all for yourself. Of the
1: truth and all of the things are called yes. to, not just yeah.
0: And so, I think some people it. kind of stay there. And so, it's like you know, just suffering. Like okay, like the prices at the grocery store keep going up, right? I'm kind of suffering there because I like to see my food bill go up each week. I know, and gas and, again is up. And then gas is again up. And so I'm suffering because of that, but I'm not suffering because of that because of Jesus. I'm mm-hmm. suffering because of that because of like a, a fallen world. It's a
1: just suffering thing. You know, yeah.
0: you know, the way things are going in the world economy yeah, and post pandemic. normal,
1: everyday life you know, circumstances.
0: And so, you know, I don't want to attach that to, oh, because I'm a follower of Christ, I must suffer no but you know for me it's like can i find joy in my suffering yeah like i can't find joy in my grocery bill going up you know because i'm just like all the other things that i want to save that money for Mm -hmm. get neglected but can i find joy in like you know Walking with a friend who's going through a hard mm-hmm. time or saying like, you know, I was at the middle school the other day and somebody came up and said, and this is not a true statement, <laughs> but this, the statement was like, I need to tell you because your prayers are heard. Oh, and I'm like, well, your prayers are heard too, too. you know, right. you know, and such. But, you know, she just wanted to share a prayer yeah. request for some medical procedures she was going to wow. go under, you know, and so it's like, okay, am I going to pray for that person? Like I got to put more time in that, yeah, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. And so, you know, that's like suffering, but there's joy in that suffering. That- well,
1: that brings us to the number three, the yes. willingness, mm-hmm. like you were just talking about, am I willing to yeah. spend time there? Is there willingness to serve and suffer for others so that they can experience the life of Christ? Yeah. And I immediately thought of families first. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. if you're not willing to... Um, suffer and serve for your own people, yeah. your own family, your own mm-hmm. marriage. He talked about fathers and husbands yes. for their own wives and children. Um, then like, what's it all for? Yeah. Uh, but I feel like people get so caught up in like the cost is less when they're, you know, doing those things for the world. Yeah, It's like easier sometimes uh-huh. to just be like, oh, I'm praying for the children in Africa. Yeah. Um, But I think you really need to start in your own family and do the hard work Mm -hmm. there first. Yeah, Um, Not to say that you shouldn't be praying for the world as well, but it's like, yes, take this to all nations, you know, and everybody was like really excited, I think, when Steve said that on Sunday, but it's like, okay, but like, take it to your own family
0: <laughs> no totally and i mean you know it's like you know it's in like, our community yeah in the community that you're in in yes. your neighbors in your family yeah you know it's easy to pray for the nations yes but it's a lot more difficult at times to pray for somebody who's in your face
1: in your own church
0: in your own church oh no I know. pray for the people in your own church
1: I know, I know you know
0: and so but i mean it's like when i look at this it was like you know the the statement that came to me am i willing to do to help others, what am I willing to do yeah. to help others to have breakthrough in the gospel yeah now this isn 't just total conversion, no like oh they didn 't know Christ, but now they've professed Christ and now mm-hmm. they 're growing and maturing. This may be am I willing to like walk with somebody who 's already a believer mm-hmm. and see more breakthrough in the, the fact that the gospel changes everything
1: yeah,
0: you know, and sometimes you know that can be the hardest aspect because mm-hmm. you know especially if you 're like I'm just an evangelist. I just want to see them come to Christ. But I'm like, but yeah, yeah, how do they apply that to everything else in their life?
1: Right. Oh, and I loved when he asked, like, do you have someone in your life? Like, who is it for him? His grandma or someone? Because like Mm -hmm. Carson's aunt is so that person for us. I know that she is interceding in prayer, Mm -hmm. you know, during her time. She writes the most lovely letters. Yeah, Just making you feel so thought of Mm -hmm. and prayed for, cared for, lifted up up mm-hmm. and that can be part of the revival sense. He Absolutely. was talking about the gray hair people, you yes. know, the older folk, yeah. <laughs> like, no, yeah, like don't leave know. the revival for the young ones. Um, And it's like, well, that's a huge part of it. Like uh-huh. take those traditional, those old school, you know, values yeah. of just sweet messages and prayers yes. and do that. Mm-hmm. Take time out of your, you know, yeah. leisurely retirement yes. to press <laughs> in with the Lord Um. Um,
0: yeah, I mean, I hope you, that doesn't yeah. go
1: away. The little, yeah, little no, like I church mean, woman, yeah. Like vibe. I mean, you have
0: to think about that. Like you know, you know, for everybody listening, it's like, who would you say has fought for you in prayer more yeah. than anybody else? And like, you know, is it
1: your time to now do that to pick for that someone up, else?
0: You know, I know there's carry. women in my
1: Bible study who also you know are praying for me and mm-hmm. yeah, um, yeah, spending time thinking about. My situation, yeah. which is just so sweet. Like, mm-hmm. th- in mean, what other communities are you yeah. going to get that, where there's people who will cry
0: with you, but then do something about it? Yeah, actually take action. And I think sometimes, too, like within our get-it-done Mm-hmm. Western mindset, like you know it's action, you know, but we discount like how much power prayer has, and I think yeah. that's like you know a slide on the gospel, like you know the gospel is what gave us the right mm-hmm. to have prayer and communion with God, yeah, because we're made righteous through what Jesus did, and so we don't fully take access on that, I mean, we don't you know jump mm-hmm. in and say okay i'm gonna I'm gonna be a prayer warrior, yeah. We want to do everything else in between, Mm -hmm. except pray. right? And so, I mean, I think, you know, that is like, you know, anybody who talks about revival, you know, that's always where it starts. Like somebody praying for revival, praying for the presence of God to come on his people. Very much like it did that day when I was just listening to my Desperation albums. right? You know, he just showed up and just filled me with joy and filled me with, you know, just an experience. Unexplainable need to just give him praise. It's
1: God breaking in.
0: Mm-hmm. And so, you know, the next one that Steve kind of hit was question four is, is grace speaks be ex, being extended to us, being extended to others? Is the grace, I always, I think he needed a V in there, is the grace that mm-hmm. is being extended oh, yeah, to yeah, us. Yeah, yeah, that makes more sense. Being extended to others. And so.
1: Well, I kind of asked myself, like, am I more and more um like overwhelmed yes by god's Mm -hmm. power and influence Mm -hmm. and like control over situations grace ultimately um and do i think about that like when looking back yeah and applying it Mm -hmm. and then remembering it you know when i'm heading into future things um Yeah, and I think it just comes from a place of humility of, like, why me? Mm -hmm. Like, who's so undeserving? Yeah. You know, um, like, I think he talked about David, right? Yeah. And how David said, search me, O God, and know my soul.
0: Yeah. I mean, unless we, like, stop and examine ourselves. Exactly. Or allow God to examine us.
1: Have that reflection time. I
0: mean, I'm the best person in the world most times. Okay. You know, like. (laughs) You know, I mean, you are. Yeah, Pretty you know, good. but I mean, it is. It's like, you know, there's this self-reflection that yeah. I think is kind of lost to us. Like we accept well, the I gospel. I almost think people
1: in the world sometimes are better at that piece.
0: Oh, absolutely. Like, um, yeah, like just self-reflection, mm-hmm. taking time, looking at things around themselves. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, you know, like I have so much grace that's been added to me. Yeah. You know, and so when I think about that, it's like, you know, who am I to not extend that grace to somebody else? Yeah. You know, but how easily can I get so... Judgmental. Judgmental and flamboyantly Mm -hmm. angry over somebody cutting through the bus lane on 82 oh the worst I know like just stay in line or like (sighs) I waited till the little white line became a dotted white line now I'm merging over but I can't merge over because everybody's merging before the dotted white line I know it's so annoying and and so you know do I allow that annoyance to be an opportunity to give grace
1: yeah well for me it's with my kids like I just get so frustrated with Mm -hmm. little things they do over and over again yeah And it's that shift in mentality of Mm. like, they're not there just to annoy
0: me. Like,
1: I probably annoy God. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Maybe. I don't think so. No. But either way, you know, but, but, yeah. but yeah, like, you know, and so when we think about grace, I mean, it's like this gets back to the whole gospel message mm-hmm. in our lives. Like, how much do we appreciate the grace we've been given? Mm-hmm. How much do we appreciate and understand, like, the price that was paid? And it's still being paid today. Mm-hmm. You know, though we've accepted Christ, we're still not perfect. We're still making mistakes. Right. We're still going to God and saying, can, never you gonna just, be over. Yeah, can you just cover this? Like, cover what I just said. Mm-hmm. because i shouldn't have said it just cover it make it go away and well, so
1: yeah i think that brings us to number five to yeah. talking about like your inner, inner self, self. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um and i think people really struggle with that yeah. voice mm-hmm. uh, especially like kids yeah you know these days because uh, it's i think it can be such a negative mm-hmm. um thing instead of positivity and there's there's a
0: definite negative you know in our culture today just a negative voice i mean one of my favorite questions to my kids is the same question that god posed to adam and eve who told you that Oh, when they say something yes. negative about themselves or when they, you know, are just down on themselves yeah. or down on somebody else. I'm like, who told you that? Like, yeah. Where did that come from? Like, right. So then I can determine, like, you know, was it somebody at school? Was it somebody yeah. in the family or was it just that voice in their head? Mm-hmm. And then that opens up the conversation of like, was that God? Right. Was that yourself or was that? The enemy, the thief, Satan. Because I know God wouldn't
1: say that about me. So we can easily, like, yeah, okay,
0: if it's a negative thing, okay, strike that off. It wasn't God. Now, do you feel negative about yourself? Maybe. Right. But maybe that first came from, I don't know, it was just a thought.
1: Right. Well, and that was his question. Is our Mm -hmm. inner self becoming more alive? Yes. As our outer self is wasting away? You know. So it's just that awakening of, like, you know. So
0: tell me, how do you deal with your inner self?
1: (sighs) I think the hardest thing for me is to quell it, mm-hmm. like the me, me, me aspect. Yes. Like I'll tend to be real selfish. Okay. Um, and so I think it's the important thing is to is this me talking mm-hmm. like yeah. I want, I want, I want, I want, I need, I, want, I, I, I need, I need, I need, I need. Yeah. yeah? Or is this God saying, "Hey, this might be kind of good for you, yes. or this isn't good for you, yeah?" Um, so I I would say that's where I struggle with the inner self yeah. the most.
0: You know, and and what triggers that? Like, I mean, what, what
1: exterior al- things? Okay, but
0: what alerts you that oh. maybe my inner voice isn't speaking so healthy right now?
1: Um, I think just the consequences okay. of like how is it working out
0: for you? Yeah. So yeah, so when you look at your consequences, Mm -hmm. like this is not working out the way I would want it to. Maybe something's not in what I want yeah, because I mean I think for me it's like boom. As soon as I get selfish, Mm -hmm. then it's like okay, I'm not at peace with my inner self because man, I just feel selfish. I just feel like everybody wants a piece of me there yeah Yeah. and so it's like how do I transfer that but then you know you still have to have wisdom and be like does everybody just want something from me Mm -hmm. and then like how do I make sure that I'm giving to the right people
1: yeah that is so that
0: I'm using my time the most efficiently and wisely right but the inner self I mean I have a challenge you know like you know like what do you do to find peace in your inner self You know, for me, it's Mm -hmm. like, can I get some journaling time? Can I just get some quiet time? Mm -hmm. Or maybe it's just like, can I get some time just me and God?
1: I think for me, it's in the moment, like think of three things I'm grateful for. Yeah. Like right now, I just got to like, thank you, Lord, for these children, that they're all healthy and that they can yell at me and be mad, (laughs) you know, throw toys. Yes.
0: Like, thank, thank you that thank they have you. the arms to arms so hard yeah, but I mean I love that the gratefulness because yes. then it, it changes that yeah. inner self dialogue to like no matter what's happening in the moment I'm grateful for this I'm grateful yeah. for that I see God moving in this
1: and it helps me shut down the comparison that yes. creeps in so easily like yeah. oh well if we just had this or if mm-hmm. we were just going you know here yes. or there
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, that's really hard like living here especially
0: yeah no because we see that like you know so many people are just living you know what they would say is their best life what instagram Mm -hmm. says is their best life and they were like well if i had those travel adventures if i had that Mm. freedom then therefore i could have that best life too and then Mm -hmm. that talks to our inner self from our outer self, our outer right. self is communicating. And so I do I do believe, like you know this is kind of one of the key things here is can you allow your inner self to be what leads your outer self? right? You know because Steve has been mentioning it through this series that God works from the inside out right. And so it's this incredible process.
1: right. Well, and I think the best, obviously, Jesus is a very powerful thing mm-hmm. to be guiding that otherwise the world wouldn't be shutting it down so yeah. much like no. it's he said it's the only thing mm-hmm. that you can say that you follow or you believe in and it's not necessarily celebrated no. anything else yeah. is like great that's great wonderful. Oh, that's so you so can, can believe anything yeah. else out there and be celebrated mm-hmm. except for Jesus
0: Um. so yeah so here's what I want to challenge you with to okay. all of our wonderful listeners yeah, like you know just Think about this this week. This one statement is your our, is our inner self becoming more alive or is our as our outer self is self is wasting, wasting away.
1: away. Yeah. You know, like peel it off.
0: Focus on the inner self. I'm in a struggle because you know PTs and doctors have shut me down from all my workouts and everything until my knee gets a lot better. Okay, and then I'm like, ah, but my outer self, like I haven't worked out in a year. I'm I know, like, you so chubby. Crazy. You know, I, I just want to do something. And I don't want to just eat carrots and water.
1: Well, but your hair looks great.
0: The hair looks good. <laughs> yes, but you know, but you know, and so it's like, okay, can I find peace in my inner self and then include God in? God, I don't want to be selfish, but I want to be in better shape. Yeah. I want to enjoy the body you've given me. And so that's the process. Like, you know, what is your connection with God and the gospel? Yes. And how are you allowing that yeah. to shape and form what your outer self experiences? Yeah.
1: And I would say for me with uh, having baby number four. Yes. It's just a lot of like pressures and stress mm-hmm. and how is it going to change things? And, yes. You know, just financially, like mm. it is it's gonna be a lot different adding another member, but yes. um, yeah, putting it up to God, like putting it up to God this. that he's
0: got this, mm-hmm. he's gonna guide this, which then brings you inner peace, so when you're yes. communicating so I don't to focus others, so much yes. on my
1: needs and my wants, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. and how I have things pictured and how they should be, yes, and focus on god's plan
0: all right so there's your challenge this week focus on the inner self listen to the voice that's being dialogued in your head and how much of that is based in the gospel that treasure that we have in jesus thank you so much for listening to another root issues podcast we thank you for joining us we hope this was a midweek jolt for you if you need to reach out and touch us you can always reach us at root issues at ccasman.com have a great awesome week I need to get below the surface